Hello listeners, welcome to WeListen. The topic for today is priority charges under liquidation and the podcast is titled Is Priority Rights Not a Priority? An important element of insolvency laws is to preserve the contractual freedom of the stakeholders. Though the insolvency laws is at its nascent stage in India, the contractual freedom of the stakeholders has already manifested in various forms of secured transactions in vogue. One such manifestation would be the contract for subordination of debts inter se secured creditors. A contract for subordination of debt creating priority rights inter se secured creditors is a sound principle of secure transactions and it is also carried forward into the insolvency of the debtor. The ancestral model law on secure transactions recognizes the same, noting that a security right that is effective against third parties at the time of commencement of insolvency proceedings remains effective and retains the priority it had before the commencement of insolvency proceedings. Further, the right to property being a constitutional right, Section 48 of the Transfer of Property Act respects the priority rights of the creditors created by the transfer. The Honorable Supreme Court, in the judgment of ICICI Bank vs. Sitco, had noted down the well laid down legal position as that in terms of Section 48 of the Transfer of Property Act 1882, the claim of the first charge holder shall prevail over the claim of the second charge holder and in a given case where the debts due to both the first charge holder and the second charge holder are to be realized from the property belonging to the mortgager, the first charge holder will have to be repaid first. On analyzing what happens to this priority right of the creditors after the enactment of the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code 2016, the Insolvency Law Committee Report 2018 clarified that valid intercreditor or subordination agreements would continue to govern the relationship agreements inter se secured creditors and they do not disturb the equal ranking sought to be provided under section 53 subsection 1 clause b. Thus, subordination provisions are required to be respected in the liquidation waterfall under section 53 of the code. Therefore, after this clarification, the understanding narrowed down to that the priority rights of the creditors are respected during the liquidation of the corporate debtor and whether this priority right has got any relevance in the distribution of the resolution plan remain the question. The confusion being that since the resolution plan cannot contravene the provisions of any law for the time being in force, the priority rights of the creditors being a contractual right granted by section 48 of the Transfer of Property Act should the distribution in the resolution plan be following the priority rights of the creditors? But the NCLAT in the judgment of Indian Renewable Energy Development Agency Limited versus Bhuvesh Maheshwari and others laid a full stop to this confusion by holding that the distribution mechanism being the commercial wisdom of the committee of creditors, this regarding the priority rights would not make the resolution plan termed as contravening the provisions of law for the time being in force. 
Now, what happens at liquidation stage is that the secured creditor has got two options, either to realize the secured assets or to relinquish the same. At a point where the clarity around the priority rights inter secured creditors was evolving slowly, the NCLAT has respectfully rocked the boat in the judgment of Technology Development Board versus Mr. Anil Goel by holding that whether the secured creditor holds first charge or second charge is material only if the secured creditor elects to realize its security interest and in the event the secured creditor holding priority charge elects to relinquish its security interest, then the priority status of such creditor is lost and shall rank equally with other secured creditors. By virtue of this judgment, an artificial distinction is created between the realization and relinquishment where the priority rights inter se creditors is respected in the former and not in the latter. This distinction would never would have been the intent of the legislature taking into consideration the aforementioned legal position and committee deliberation. One of the foremost objectives of the IBC 2016 is making availability of credit as enshrined in the preamble and this objective is critically disturbed when a well-established banking practice is disturbed. See you again in VLISM. Thank you for listening.